0: All right. So we got a good one for y'all today. I'm excited. And uh, I think it's been about two weeks since you guys have uh, since I've done another episode. So I apologize. I'm going to make them more consistent. Um, But I just have to make sure that I have the right guests. I can't just throw anybody on here. And that even speaks towards uh, the person that I have today. So Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whatever time that you are watching right now. My name is Elam B. King, and this is the Understanding Man podcast, where we bring some topics to you probably from a man's perspective, all right? Um, And just giving us some some, some tools, because, you know, don't nobody want to give us the tools, so we got to go. Men, we got to go out here and get them, and I'm just uh, trying to be the small conduit that can bring that to you. Um, Just coming off of, obviously june which is mental um men's mental health month um the juneteenth month i have my juneteenth on light bulb today for y- those of y'all that can see it okay hold on let me point that down yeah i see that well i have my juneteenth one on I, yeah shout out <laughs> to my cousin sean that made that thought it was super dope yeah so i uh, want to dive right in today uh just kind of talking about um mental health and just I have an amazing guest on today. I want to reference back and kind of segue that into what we're talking uh, about tonight. We we're talking with James Bush probably about two weeks ago on our previous podcast about, you know, uh, you know, the expectations inside of relationships um, for, you know, what's for men. Of course, men know what we have to do for women, but what was it for, for uh for 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 excuse me, but what was the expectation of women for men? So if you ha- didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, go back and listen to it. Definitely some information. But as we kind of transition um, into uh, this space for um, the, tonight's conversation, I want to start off by introducing um, this person before we dive into deep um, and talk about some some. Let's see here some some healing. The men here. Okay. I was trying to figure out my words just then. Uh so some healing for the men. Um, but I want to introduce this person. I had a chance of working alongside her um for an event that she had back in November, on uh, the King's Retreat. Uh, she had us in Way Bumba, uh, of, of Georgia, northern <laughs> Georgia. But it was amazing. It's a little heartbeat as we were driving up there, but it was dope when I got there. Um, went to actually speak at the event and got spoken to um, made some great connections great relationships um and i really love what this person is doing with just connecting men from a networking perspective and then she also works with um men in certain capacity but i let her her speak about that but this is somebody from a go-to perspective that i um when they say that that if you are um in the counseling space in the coaching space in the mentoring space and you don't have you know a mentor a coach or go to people other counselors that you have to go to that's somebody that you might not want to want to deal with because i don't have all the answers and sometimes there's individuals that i have to go to and this is one of those individuals so i'm gonna get out the way and have her introduce herself and then we'll kind of dive mm-hmm. on in so i um, like to introduce some and present to others miss kiana howell um <laughs> Uh, she is. Uh, well, you know, I let her go into what she is. Okay. So, what's up, Kiana?
1: Hi. How are you? <laughs> All right.
0: Good. Good. Good.
1: What's up, fam? Um. So, I am a therapist. I am an author and a public speaker, uh, and that's just um, a few of my uh, roles or veins of function <laughs> that I Right. 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 In. Um. Of course, I'm super mom as well. <laughs> um entrepreneur. And so I do focus on primarily uh, working with men um, in a space of therapy and life coaching, mainly therapy though. Um, and, and yes, I am uh, also uh, feel like I'm purposed and tasked to uh, cultivate a community of men who really focus on prioritizing mental and emotional well-being, um, accountability, and uh, networking. So, right. That's and we and
0: and we we got up last last week. I don't know, know. Yes. I was like two weeks ago. It was like two weeks ago when we were at uh, over at Atlantic Station. Yes. About fifteen of us thought it was amazing. Right. You put that together. What is that? Talk to me a little bit about what we're what what I mean. I'm humbly a part of it as well. But what you're what you're working to do there?
1: So, um, last month's event was just kind of like the social kickoff to um, grow and expand the community of men. Um, starting with the Atlanta metro area um, so that, you know, men can feel uh, safe to get together. Um, because again, when we were at the retreat, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the guys there were able to realize that they related more in their life situations than they initially assumed. Right. Um, and so, you know, a lot, everybody came from different backgrounds, different um, spaces, and then right. still realized a lot of common, um, uh, challenges yep. and experiences and right. so for me I want to the vision is to continue to gather those groups so that men can feel like they're not alone in their respective situations mm. because that tends to be an issue as far as um, isolation in mind um, and then eventually isolation physically because you're thought that I'm the only one that's dealing with this and nobody really can relate right. or even help me um, navigate through this. So I just got to deal with it on my own.
0: I'm about to jump out of my skin already as you go mm-hmm. into that topic because that's so critical. Mm-hmm. Um, and even um, when when you had the retreat um back mm-hmm. in November, and we were just sitting at the table, and you saw like three, four hours later, we guys that didn't even right. know each other, right, all right. walks <laughs> of life. Three hours later, we were like, and this is first we, you know, first Marvin kicked it off. He really yes. kind of set it off. Shout out to Marvin yes. Cotton. He will yes. be uh, a representative in uh, is it Detroit. Detroit? Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. So yes. I'm in Atlanta, but yes. I know you got your peoples from Detroit. So make sure you tell your yes. peoples. I know they already know the vote mo- for Marvin, right? <laughs> yes. um, but not only him, I mean, and his story just set it off. And then we right. all just started talking. And I think that, and I want to transition in, into this piece because I had to learn to grow in that area too. Um, I right. grew up with, uh, you know, my dad, and and four brothers. or It's, it's really f- five brothers that I have, so it's six of us. But four of us grew up together. And right. then, there was, you know, only female in the house was my mom. So there was mm-hmm. no crying. There was no sensitivity. Uh, We got the back of the day old school whoopings. Um, right. right. Not, you, you bet not cry on McGee. So the <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And the emotions and things of that nature and coming forward into life. And, you know, I love my parents, but there was this one space that I think all baby boomer parents kind of you know and they only did what they were told right but the shaping and molding of men and the raising of us that same thing that built us to be tough um when we have things that hurt our heart when we have things that we're walking through when we have trauma um we don't know what to do and if we don't even know what to do then here's the thing we don't even know that we're inside of something and then even if we're trying to come out of it then we don't even know how to heal so like we don't know that we're going into it that we're in the middle of it or that we're coming out of it and that we need to seek guidance from individuals like yourself so Talk to me about what do you see as the importance um, for men to heal and just the process of that? What do you experience with, with, with the clients that you work with?
1: Um, of course, uh, just feeling safe enough to be open and vulnerable. Mm. Um, because, of course, like you said, men are taught from childhood to suppress their emotions, not to openly express them. And so even if they endure, one of the things I see very commonly is um, men who endure loss and death right okay. whether it's a parent um a sibling a child and then they'll say i didn't even cry i'm hurting i miss my yes, loved ma'am. one deadly, we
0: sure will say i that. didn't
1: cry because i just felt like i had to maintain the strong face right in the and then it's like a badge like, of
0: honor we really right? wear it as
1: right and and it, the, the thing is Suppressing that grief, suppressing that pain is going to unfortunately come out in unhealthy Mm -hmm. ways, um, which usually leads to um, drinking Mm -hmm. that can become excessive um, in a level of dependency on drinking. Mm -hmm. um, You know, sometimes segue into other (laughs) substance use, unhealthy sexual uh, behaviors and patterns. Um, Because now you're trying to just release in other ways like, okay, let me just be out there and just wilding out. Or some people will draw completely in and completely isolate themselves from everyone and just kind of close off and shut down mentally, emotionally. Um, Anger is definitely a huge indicator of depression. Um, I always tell people anger Mm. is a natural and healthy emotion, but It's usually the surface emotion that is being fueled by underlining and root root emotions that are fueling that and depression, um, depression, uh, sadness, uh, frustration, stress, sleeping. Yeah. All of those things actually fuel anger. So when you find someone um, that tends to lash out a lot, one of the things I hear from a lot of men, they'll come to me and they'll say, well, my family or or my girlfriend or whatever, people were starting to criticize me, like, you're always angry. You're always less, like, something's mm. wrong with you. And it, and it is probably something wrong with them, but it's the wrong... What's wrong with them is them suppressing the issues that they feel like they're not permitted to really experience. Oh, my and gosh. You, they're not able to be vulnerable and share how they really are feeling. Mm. Um, because, again, even when people men try to be vulnerable even to their intimate partners they're often told to be tough to toughen up Mm. um they're strong they can get over it they need to man up Mm. and so you know it's now getting to the space where we're having to really encourage men to normalize um expressing emotions but without encouraging femininity
0: <laughs> right right, because
1: and that's a big thing now, you and, know
0: and and, and let me just hard. say that, let me say this really quickly, and this is when I talk to my single moms, and I'm just like, you know you have to understand that even even though men we were already out here doing this the same way that our baby boomer. Uh, parents had pushed down that toughen up but the women are right in there too right like they're like you know stop stop being so sensitive right Mm -hmm. so now when you get you get now you got this man that grew up this way and now he's trying to navigate through his feelings and again that anger comes out because it's like i've been told that i don't matter and i feel like it and then here you're you're the only person that I'm giving myself to, I'm trying to navigate through these feelings, and then you're calling me sensitive, or you're right. saying, you know, stop acting, you know, stop acting like a bee. You know what I'm saying? Like these are things that women really say. Yeah, Meanwhile, I mean, you want him to the, the right, irony, you want right. him to communicate. Yeah. But you can call him a bitch, or you're gonna call him, you know, what I'm saying tell him that he's sensitive or whatever, and it's kind of like you're actually working against yourself and you don't even realize
1: that. Right, right. And and that's the thing that I I don't. I don't just focus on working with men and encouraging men to, to be in that safe space to heal, but I'm also trying to educate women. Like, how do you actually really connect with a male counterpart, whether it's your friend, your lover, your your relative. Non-sexually. You have, right, like, how do you connect with other male um, counterparts that mm-hmm. you can know and say, it's okay to be sad. Uh, it's okay to hurt yeah, huh. it's okay to grieve.
0: Now, fruit line, this, I, I hate them, okay. And it just, <laughs> did you see my moment? It just attacked my nose. I hate the fruit fly. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna edit that out. I might keep hey. it. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> it also let me just repeat. Yeah, I know,
0: right? Listen,
1: yeah, I mean, um, you know, just being able to encourage them to be human, right? And understanding right. that they hurt too. I've seen right. couples. Ooh, they may have lost a child, but for some reason, all the attention is on the woman and, oh, she lost her child. Well, that was his child too. Right. You know, right. He, he's feeling the loss and the pain of that loss just as much as mom. Right. And so we have to be able to normalize, again, men being able to um, feel, mm-hmm. be human. But again, no, we're not trauma. We're not trying to feminize them. We're not trying to make Damn, them, them more fe- <laughs> more feminine, but at the same time, we are trying to. And, and Elam is just cutting up over here. I'm sorry,
0: I'm <laughs> it out. He's <laughs> he messing with me now. He we're, we're watching this live. This yeah. this this <laughs> this like really messing with me. I'm gonna get him too. So, but this is a good topic. But keep going. But I'm yes. gonna just hit mute because I'm gonna kill him. <laughs>
1: So, you know, at that point, it's just being able to give um, men that safe space to know that it's okay um, to have uh, life experiences just like uh, in any of the rest of us that are permitted to do so, so.
0: Yeah, and I think that that is key that a lot of times it is, you know, the sensitivity normally automatically inside of some of those spaces and I that, you know, it's to say you have a husband and a wife and so everybody's like, oh, you know, is your wife okay, you know, and you're, you're going down that space, you're like, hey, I...
1: Yeah, sad, too. I'm, yeah. I'm exactly.
0: sad. I'm hurting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, honestly, I I, I experienced that when, uh, even when my daughter was sick about two years ago, the, when people would come to ask, they would ask about Morgan and her mother. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, I'm taking her to the the appointments. I know I'm dead. I know I know it doesn't look right. like we do that, but right. Monday through Friday, I'm dealing with this for eight hours a day, you know, mm-hmm. watching your, your child get force-fed. And uh, a lot of it sometimes was because uh, mom couldn't take it because um, you have to watch somebody force-feed your child, you know, for a few hours a day. That's not mentally Like and knowing that this is helping her, but watching her cry and move her head and whatever, and I had to absorb that and I found myself, I didn't, you know, i fortunately I had a counselor to Mm -hmm. go to, but somebody proactively asking me how I'm doing, like, that wasn't happening.
1: (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
0: It wasn't happening. So it was like, Elam, get through it. And,
1: hey, how's the mom? You know, it's like, right. And 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 we do... I recently seen two situations where a wife... Um, lost her husband mm-hmm. and I mean everybody and their mama surrounded her the whole church co-workers everybody and then I have a, another gentleman who just lost his wife and you got a few people checking on him but he's not getting the same support and um surrounding of love and food and checkups and all of that like he's not getting but, that same attention and it's like he lost his wife that was his wife I right. mean, you know what i mean so it's like it's no different they both lost spouses you don't get to say because she's a female and he's a male that the pain and the loss is any less greater
0: so let me say this okay because i'm a words of affirmation love language person, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about emotions and we're talking about um, sensitivity and we're talking about just uh, you know, a man having a feeling, right? It was said to me in the past that, um, and and then I hear one of two things, it was said to me in the past that, oh, well, I'm, you know, and, and regarding affirmations of men needing to be affirmed as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, something that's important to me. And when, as, as it was communicated, it was received more in A, um you uh it's as if i'm too much right the fact that i have to be affirmed I, it's too much i'm too much okay and then it goes to you got to hear this every single day and i don't know whether you know the, and so it was more of like as if i need as if what i'm requesting of being affirmed is you know whether it's, it and you know that's a broad scope it doesn't right. have to be. Oh, you look right. good every day, right? Right. So that was, but then at the same time, understanding that men are taught that got to compliment a woman every day. You know what <laughs> I'm right. saying? I mean, you should that we, you know, like as many times like you don't can't can't compliment Kiana too much. Can't. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm taught that I got to do that, right? Mm-hmm. But on my end, it was, and it made me say, "Well, dang!" And I have found myself um at that time and this is you know some years back i found myself saying well maybe i am too much maybe i need to suppress this feeling and now i'm now i know um that that's not something that should be done or can be done because your love language doesn't just pack up and go away you know um whatever it is um so you know do you find that some men feel weird or guilty because they're feeling something um because they want to be affirmed in certain areas but they feel like they're they're a punk or something like that like what are you what are you hearing
1: so a lot of that first stems from the fact that everybody doesn't understand um the concept of of the love language so some people don't really even realize those desires though in those innate desires to want to be affirmed they don't know that that's a love language that that is just right. part of their makeup and that's right. what they look for, that's what they're going to always desire, right? Once you do become familiar with love languages, one of the things I see is that most commonly, any male that I've had take the test, most men, words of affirmations is either number one or number two. Really? Yeah. What's the other one? (laughs) It's the other one goes between physical touch or acts of service.
0: I was gonna say it. Yeah, but go, I'm finding a lot of quality hand, time. Go
1: I'm, hand in hand. Mm, yeah, it, I'm it, finding it, it, a lot of
0: quality time with my clients. I mean, like right. more than I'm just like, oh wow, really? So I'm starting to see that more too. But you are right. I right. find words and and and. Physical, physical got him. This is a, I'm on a mission. You know how like you just be doing that. You can't even have a banana in the summer, right? Because they just want to freaking fruit fly themselves away. Okay. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, okay. totally random. Um, <laughs> uh, the battle of this fruit fly. What we're gonna do is we're gonna tackle the uh, the 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 healing that men need that need to walk through and this fruit fly tonight. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna master both of those. But <laughs> right. I'm sorry, but go ahead. What were you saying that that's normally what you see that's, a lot that's with the guy? Normal.
1: So here's the here's the issue, because I'm actually reading. Um, a new edition of the love language book, right? Where it's oh, okay. talking about the challenges that people have to actually operate in their Ooh, love language. Their I want to read that because a lot of people will take the test, learn what each other's love languages are, but are still heavily challenged with how do I actually love my mate according to their love language and still receive my, my love language. language yep, in return. And mm. so it does take work. It is efforts. Um, one of the things, though, like you said, for men, it's not that you guys have to hear, oh, you're so cute. You're so handsome. But sometimes it's, um babe, I really appreciate you taking out mm. the trash earlier or you cleaning up those gutters and <clears throat> just doing certain.
0: But that's things. what you're supposed to do.
1: But the reality is it's okay to be grateful to someone to do it because the reality is, yeah, in your mind you may think that's what they're supposed to do, but the reality is they really don't have to if they don't want to.
0: <laughs> I mean, I obviously I was wait, being facetious. Obviously, no, I was being facetious when I said that.
1: Right, because, but I'm and I'm validating that because the reality is I really don't have to do these things, right? right. I don't have like to cook. Right. So you thanking me for cooking a meal today or telling me that it was good.
0: I think that's a great analogy.
1: Because at the end of the day, I really don't have to cook. I don't have to cook anything. You could just go get yourself something to eat or go out or whatever. And so as a woman, I want to be appreciated for those efforts. So it goes the same way. I have a friend. We were talking earlier. uh, We were doing like, you know, I guess he was kind of like my little spiritual confidant today but he talked okay. about the power of words he, he absolutely adores his wife mm-hmm. but he he talked about how just the way she speaks to him motivates him to mm-hmm. want to continue to be
0: the I best know that's
1: right and he said it's sometimes it's just the choice of words so he was telling me about choosing um a different word for a particular statement, right? He was like, because men will respond more to this than that. He was like, for his wife, she was saying, you know, when you get a chance, um, you um, can you take the trash out? He was like, in my head, I already know she means take it out right now.
0: Right now. Well,
1: because she didn't talk to me that way and say, you need to take the trash out or can you do this right now? Because she wasn't demanding, but she was more kind and strategic in her approach. He was like, let me do it now.
0: I, I, I got to say something because, see, this is a, a that's so key because um, my friend Brian Clark, he actually said, ironically, and he called um, right before this podcast. So you went down the street of something that he talked about in um, my first book. Right. Um, when he was talking um, about just the communication pieces and how his wife sets the relationship up to win. Right. right. Um, to whereas, you know, uh, she, you know, she gives a task and he doesn't do it she'll follow up yeah if he still doesn't do it what she does she utilizes his ego you know to to further it without without tapping it right Right. so she she, this is what this is the grace that some women have that whereas like you said in that comment the person would be like can you take the trash out now versus she said you know it was something as simple the analogy he was talking about um cleaning the rug. And so he works from home. So she was like, you know, call the, you know, Stanley Steamer people. And it was like Monday. And she was like, okay, call Stanley Steamer. He was like, no. Okay. Tuesday was like, call Stanley Steamer people. No. And she was just like, okay. After that time, she said, check this out. She said, okay, no problem. If you haven't, um, you know, uh, if you haven't contacted them by Thursday, I'm going to contact them and take care of it. Every man knows what that just meant,
1: <laughs> right? Exactly.
0: Without saying it, <laughs> yes. you're like, oh hell no, you ain't gonna call these people before me, <laughs> and, sh- and then it's kind of like, and not being sarcastic, like if you don't do about that. I'm just gonna do it's like, you know, okay, cool. Um, you're busy. Shade. Right. So yeah. you're busy. Shade. All right. Y- y'all still going to throw a little shade in oh, there. Oh, right? yeah. But we can
1: do it nicer. We can but nicer you
0: did like, that. OK, yes, you're busy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yes, if you have not done this by Thursday, honey. OK. Yeah. Um, now, all this is daggers. <laughs> but they're actually ones that you're like, I can I can hold that. Right. right. I can hold right. that. Right. I got a responsibility. She gave me a task. I didn't do it. She going to do it if I don't do it. So I know I got to. Yo, the next morning, you're like, hello. Yeah. Stanley you. Steamer. Yeah. I need y'all out here like tomorrow. Like for mm-hmm. real. I don't So I loved and how he said that she tries to set the relationship up to win, not just. Get something done or, yeah. and, you know, and I was thinking about this today and this I I, I want to throw this to you and, and just see whether you hear women saying this. Sometimes women just like, you know, that some women. Right. I was like, you know, he's just being so too sensitive. I'm very direct in my approach. Di- they use the word direct. Right. Right. You know, right. as if like because I'm speaking this way, you can't handle it. And I think that it's right. a pass for being rude. Right. Yeah. You Direct. You're rude. You're directly rude is what you are. Right. You think you're saying what you have to say, but you're really being rude. And I'm your teammate. Why would you want to talk to me without that level of femininity, without right. that level of sensitivity? So I'm I'm sorry. I just think that. No, you know, what,
1: I mean, when when he's I like that, he says she sets the marriage up to win. Right. To me, when I think of that, I think of that's a woman with wisdom. Right. And right. Biblically, it says in Proverbs 14:1, the wise woman builds her home.
0: Mm, the mm, place, come on, that last part. Puts
1: it down with with her hands.
0: I'm sorry, I was speaking <laughs> while you were saying the word. I want to be quiet, and I would like for you to repeat that. What did the God woman, say?
1: The wise woman builds mm. her house.
0: Builds a house,
1: right? Because mm-hmm. here's what we as women a lot of times. Oh no,
0: you weren't gonna say the other part. Okay, go and break it down, well, Pastor. Go, oh, ahead, go ahead. No, but, no, 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 no. Break. No, you was I, you was in it. Yeah. In it. Go on.
1: But here's the thing that I I do have to I sometimes struggle with in discussions with women about um making sure you take care of home, particularly your man. Because the reality is if you don't cater to his needs, not just physically and sexually, right, but also mentally, emotionally, he's going to want to stray away. Can and I just we get mad and be like, "They don't have, don't give him right to cheat. They don't give him right." But the reality is, even in the Bible, it does say, "If you don't take care of your boo,"
0: <laughs> I be trying to tell him. The
1: door, you're opening up the door to allow things that are not good and healthy for your marriage to come in. Because here's the reality: even God knew mm. that we're human, mm. and then we have needs. Mm. And those needs are to be met in the covenant of your marriage. And if you don't meet them.
0: And so let me just, let me be very clear here. Okay. We're not, I'm, I know we're not promoting anything from a promiscuity and infidelity perspective, not not doing that. But we need to understand that the second part of that verse is. A foolish
1: woman tears down her house. Right.
0: I mean, so here's the thing. It does not mean taking care of your home, in my opinion, because when they say take care of home people mostly thinking sexually right just like when you say the word intimacy they're thinking being intimate is physical no no your man has emotional intimacy that he needs with you experiential intimacy spiritual intimacy intellectual intimacy there's actually five different intimacies and i talk about that in my pre-marriage course um alongside of what you were saying earlier of with the right. love language. It's not just important to just know what the love language is, but how how is it applicable to you as an wow. individual? And right. does that person qualify? Because sometimes we have some women that are, am- I want to say this out loud, we have some women that are amazing women. Right. We have some men that are amazing men. But, oh, and what was that phrase that you said? Just because you're a good person doesn't mean that you're the good person for me. What did you say? So I gotta, just what because you you're say?
1: a good person doesn't mean you're my person.
0: Oh my goodness. It's so, so so that's serious, right? Just because right. you're a good person, lady, you right. might not be a good person for him because his love language is here and you're not trying to meet that, right? right. Or his right. um, you know, the level of what he might need in affirmations, whatever it is, acts of service, whatever, right? right? Um, the level of intimacy you might want to receive more than give. So you're a good person, you're just not a good person for that person. You know right. what I'm saying? So um, I think that that phrase is so key yeah. um, and, and just understanding that there is keeping home is way more than physical, ladies. Right. It's way more than physical. Like we don't even require you cooking. So we took one out that used to be <laughs> in there. Right. We took right. cooking out. So do we want you to cook? Yeah. But the, us coming up, yo, we're like, yo, I got the kitchen. If right. you can hit these other buckets, I got this kitchen. Right. So it's kind of like that's not even a requirement. That's what James and I were talking about, about what's the real requirement of women, because you have what I see. And I want to share this. I know we uh, I don't want to go over too much, but what I see more of and help me understand this. I see more of women pulling back from the things that they used to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And with the same expectation that, no, they still want the conservative the old, pay the bills, take care of it. They, so they want the man to be the old school while they are the new school. Is exactly. that? And the new school says, and I've had this, Kiana, I've had a woman say this to me. The new school is kind of like, what, you got expectations? No, 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 no. You're supposed to be here for me. And when I feel like it, I can be there for you. And I've had a woman say this to me, educated woman, I love her. won't say who she is. She's married, family going on, all that good stuff. She said, Elam, I don't ever want you to talk to my husband. She said, I'm so glad you're not friends with him. And I hope he never follows you. She said, because if he starts talking to you, he's going to have expectations. And I got him right where I want him.
1: Yeah, and I just.
0: And I was like, yo, you said that out loud? (laughs) Uh, What? But, but he, she's not the only one that thinks that.
1: No, and that and that goes back round to again men's emotional um needs not being met, right? Because when a woman has that mindset, she doesn't really care about his feelings. Mm. So she doesn't care if he's hurting. She doesn't care if he's struggling. Mm. She doesn't care if he's um in a transitional space in his life. And he Mm -hmm. just doesn't really know what to do. She doesn't care if he struggles with depression, which Mm -hmm. could be genetic for him, Mm -hmm. right? She doesn't care that he suffers from anxiety. She doesn't Mm -hmm. care about all those things. She just feels like you are going through life. This is what life does. And you just need to man up and get through it. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: women don't realize if we are with a man who, Realize he cannot be connected to us mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually. Right. He's going to pull away. He's going to draw in, draw away from you. Mm-hmm. He'll be there physically present, but he won't be present with you in that space. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, oh, I can't connect with him. He don't seem like he's present within a relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, you know, but the reality is you have to ask yourself sometimes, why is that? Because a lot of times when we are in the dating phase, we're finding it easy to talk to the person. Oh, I love them because it's so easy. We could we could talk all day. We could talk on the phone all night about everything. Right, and somehow he's emotionally violated. Right, you throw something in his face. You criticize him for being human. Um you try to treat him like he's your child, whatever.
0: Mm. It
1: draws him in, he pulls away, and now you're like, oh, what's wrong with him? Um, And the reality is men suffer in silence. One of the other things that men endure, they endure trauma. Yes, ma'am. Men have childhood trauma. They have adult trauma. And if they're not permitted to heal from those traumas, that stuff is just sitting on them, and I tell people when you when you look at a, a natural human being, male or female, especially if trauma start happening to you at a young age, mm. it starts stacking up, right? It does from the bottom, and it just right. keeps building up. And it was
0: never it, healed, so it keeps. They right. they don't because do nothing but stack up. up no, 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 nothing, nothing goes away
1: until you blow up. Right. And just just lose it because you can't mm. take it anymore. And right. the reality is everybody reacts different to how they're going to blow up. It's, right. it's, it's different ways. And so that's why I tell people you have to be mindful of how long has this pain been getting suppressed. Right. right? One thing after another, one life event after another. That you're not dealing with. And so, guess what? So life is going to keep happening. Right. So you you never know when your next a traumatic experience is going to transpire, mm. and so if you're already carrying a weight, a heavy weight emotionally, and then something else comes along, you're just not gonna be able to take it.
0: Right, and how that reaction comes, and so people probably sometimes see the snap, right, and don't realize the like you said the, the level, build up. the right. buildup that was there, and yes, we are, and I think that that's why it. it you know, the Bible says be angry, but sin not, right? It's a natural reaction to have some emotion, but we have to, we do as men need to have the discipline of it. But at the same time, we have to look, it's almost like, you know, hey, let's just keep it real. We've seen people, you know, or we've known of people that might be on the block slanging the wrong thing, right? And we could be like, oh, that's wrong. You're hurting society, all this and that. But he's buying milk because he can't, do this because of the systemic pieces that exist here, and, right. and because he has people in his ear telling him he that he needs to be a man and a man who's not working and this, this, this. so we have, especially as oh I should have got him am just dead um I'm gonna get that thing sorry uh it's it, again I'm not giving any past judgment to some bad moves that uh you know that we might make to try to create something positive from generating revenue right um but you know, sometimes that level, that pressure as, and I'm going to go all the way here as a black man, we know that we are sitting at the bottom. We're at the bottom, like women are not on black women are ahead of us. Let's be very clear. Okay. So not only are we told and shown on a daily basis, it's like, it's literally a part of us is trauma that we go out with every day. Now, black women, you go, it's not like you don't go out with a piece of it, but we're going out with just this piece that you have to, we you know, the acknowledgement of our where we are. We are at the bottom, and so the one of the few people on this planet that can understand where we are is you, our queens or whatever. And and and, and there is a deeper and a bigger digression from attaching and understanding our emotions simply because maybe that you have your own agenda, miss right, and so you know and and the teachings just like you were taught you're the prize
1: right right
0: we were taught that we weren't the prize and then we're shown we're not the prize right? and then we get with you and you're like remember i'm the prize come on over here and we're like but (laughs) right can i get can i get a half a prize can i you know can somebody give me a half of touching into my emotions and i don't even know what these emotions are anyway you see what i'm saying so i think it's It is a it's a complete reconditioning. And I really appreciate what you do do out here of educating. I mean, us as men and just letting us even know that, okay, it's okay that you're feeling what you're feeling. Right. And while simultaneously, I'm just going to tell you, I'm riding shotgun with you because I'm out here telling these ladies, like, listen, how y'all doing this is not going to (laughs) work. And that's why some of them love me and some of them don't, because I'm just like, like, you can't do that. Go ahead and be great. But whatever makes you great at that conference table, it is not going to work at your kitchen table. Meaning right. that inside of your home, how you conduct yourself, you can be as smart as a whip out there. But in here, it's a different type of person right. that we require. Mm-hmm. And if you do it right. Holy cow. The levels that you can go to, because if I know that, just like you said, your friend, how his wife speaks over him. Let me tell you how that man goes hard every day for her. Yes, he will run yes. through. That's how you get a man to you can get a yes. man to run through brick walls not with your vagina. Right. With your words. Right. Your words will get him to run through a brick wall for you. Your vagina yes. is like temporary, right? Now it's necessary <laughs> keep it keep it in the game. Now it's yes. kind of like, you know, you got to put gas and oil in a car, right? Okay. Yes. All right. So the 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 um I'd say the the oil is your words. The sex is the gas, yes. right? Because it's kind of, I think that's pretty good. I got to write that down, right? It's, <laughs> because, because you know, the, the oil that when we leave your presence, you're yes. still lubricating our minds. Oh, this is no, good. Like, lubricating our that. minds <laughs> with the words that you spoke. Right. Or the actions that you took towards our emotions. We're still thinking about that while we're going to go on stage or while we're going to go, you know, fight this fire or or, or 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 operate on this brain or take this case or, you know, mow this lawn, whatever. The lubrication is still going. Right. And then the gas to actually do it is where the it's kind of like, oh, you no, know, give me my little joke for the morning or afternoon. I love you. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to go do my thing. And I think that, you know, there's more that can be done together and recognizing and some people recognizing that you you have power. That's so great. And I think Eve taught all of you off the rip that you don't have to. you Suggestion. You don't even have to yes. make a man do nothing. Suggest yes. something. She yes. didn't tell him to eat the apple. Yes. She suggested it. Yes. And because we're like, oh, I love her. And right. maybe she's, did she just punk me and tell me that I don't get to eat the apple?
1: <laughs> we're at the basic. Right. There's no
0: internet. There's no. There's no news. There's no. We're at the basic time, and she executed in a manner that showed power of suggestion. Boom. Right. And we will right. go do the wrong things. So what if you use those words to push us to come on, come on, right. class, yeah. to do the right thing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's necessary. Right. And uh, so I'm sorry. I just.
1: No, I mean, I think it's important, you know, whether your man's love language is affirmations or not, they still need it. Right. Um, It's no different than our need for it. Right. That's not my primary love language, but I still like to be affirmed.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: You don't have to do it all the time.
0: I don't know a woman that doesn't like compliments right. or being affirmed. But, being a, we can won't yeah. even say compliments. We'll just say affirmations. I and don't affirmation. know one that doesn't like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, so what the so the reality is, we have to stop even sometimes limiting ourselves to thinking it's only for that that we'll do this. Right? Mm. No, it's I'm with my mate. I care about them. Um, they have emotional needs like me, and if I want them to meet my needs, come on. Because that's, that's cultivating an intimate relationship. Come on. Intimacy. Into me, you see. Ah,
0: so. You better get off. You, you better get off. <laughs> you better get off. So you, I haven't heard anybody, I've only heard two other people say that. Yes. Right. And so. Me,
1: so it has to be an exchange. Mm-hmm. That's how you cultivate your relationship. That's how you grow and mature in your relationship. That's how you know that you guys can ride with each other through the waves of life. Mm-hmm. with each other because you're connected so well mentally and emotionally and hopefully spiritually that nothing that comes your way nothing that you guys face or endure is going to shake the foundation mm. of your marriage mm. or relationship
0: kiana we gotta have you back
1: <laughs> uh, you know i love to talk about this you know stuff.
0: what i'm saying and and here's the thing the intimacy <laughs> you see Um, there's a couple of people that when they hear that, I'm like, Oh my god, Elam, that's what you say. Because I, um, I I, that's a whole course, okay. Um, that's a whole module inside of my pre marriage course, okay. Um, intimacy into me, you see, and I kind of break down those five different levels of intimacy. And that you have to be you have to see into them, and they have to see into you. And then watch this you have to be willing to be seen into. Right. And they have to be willing to be. So it's not just, OK, what you got over there or whatever. Okay? You have to be willing to open, to up, open up to this yeah. person and allow them to see into you, your, your nakedness in here. And, right.
1: And, and that's something that I always. Encourage many women to be cautious with. Right. Tap into your discernment mm. Um, just because you're attracted to somebody. You guys have a good time. It doesn't mean that everybody is supposed to have that access to that intimate space of you. So if you don't feel like you really want to open up, don't talk about marriage.
0: Right. <laughs> That's word. Don't,
1: don't even go there because marriage is not going to fix it. That piece of paper is not going to create. It pours button. gas.
0: I tell yeah. people that all the time. Marriage pours gas on whatever exists. Right.
1: Exactly. <laughs> So it's not it's not going to all of a sudden now we can be intimate and vulnerable and transparent with each other after the wedding vows. No, no, you have to know that this is somebody you can be this in this space with safely, consistently throughout the dating and courtship process
0: for forever. You're signing up for forever for for real and being that person. And you know, I I think that that's so important. Gosh, gonna have to bring you back on that. Uh I definitely think that this was some great information. If you had to give um just two recommend one recommendation to men and one recommendation to women um regarding this space of men healing, what would that be?
1: So, I do want to encourage men to um be more open to healing um by way of therapy, um life coaching, <laughs> We, we all pursue the life coaching thing but you really want to be with someone that is going to not just be accountable for your life goals but actually accountable for your mental emotional well-being how do how do you address um, things that had transpired in your childhood how you were raised um mm. the culture, of your homes, right? Mm. How that now impacts you as a man and your perceptions and how you believe, your belief systems um, in relationships and other areas of your life. So take that time to heal. It's okay. Um, Mm. With the right therapist, you can be safe. You can be in a setting where you're not judged. Um, It's confidential. So, and if you're dealing with somebody that you don't or is not presenting um those professional attributes that's not your that's not your person to talk to right right um right. and for women it's encouraging you to um become more catering to a man's needs again it's not Ooh, don't a-
0: use uh, oh oh no oh no you won't you won't use no word like catering you just got cussed out no! once you do that? Uh, No, you got to use a more use a more modern word because you can't use words like catering and submission and stuff like that. Uh, Don't you do that? You just you shut down half the audience when you did that. They ain't even they're not ready for that.
1: All right, so ladies, just open yourselves up to um developing and cultivating that emotional safe space between you and your mate or your son or for your sons, um, your brothers, your uncles, um, just encouraging men to to heal encouraging men to feel their emotions and not being critical um or degrading or judgmental or condemning for Mm. them being human
0: Mm. come on human oh kiana how can people follow you if they if they want to link up with you um you know uh, acquire your services uh, and if you let people know about the book that you um uh, have and then any upcoming you know big things great things small things medium-sized things what you got going on how can we follow you and get at you
1: okay so my book help me i'm hurting um, oh, okay. oh
0: okay product placement oh, <laughs> that was smooth I, subliminally this whole time y'all have been getting
1: help me i'm hurting this yeah book,
0: i like that
1: now this is a book for men and women um, and even for some teen teen groups, like it's a guide for the healing journey, mm. right? It has like um, interactive worksheets in there um, for you to jot down notes um, based off of the things that I'm teaching you. Like, what are the steps of healing, um, and the importance and benefits of healing? And also, um, I'm on Instagram, Empowered to Heal underscore LLC. My website is empowered. To heal. Info, and you can book me for speaking engagements, um my therapy sessions, I everything make sure I on my I spell that right?
0: Did I spell that right? That's what it so is. So,
1: empowered to heal underscore LLC.
0: Underscore. Okay, hold on. I got it all messed up. Don't don't y'all follow that yet, y'all. Hold on.
1: <laughs> underscore LLC, and then underscore said, LLC. Okay. Yes, and then I just launched um or for Kings only um, membership program for Kings. Um, to start um, meeting um, on a monthly basis, but then they're also going to receive individual sessions with me um, as well during the course of that month for just a one time set monthly fee. So, which is actually way cheaper than my standard right. therapy right. prices. So you're really actually getting a really good deal because the focus is to, again, cultivate the community of men who really are tapped into um, the importance of um, mental health awareness um, and encouraging people to tear down the stigmas about mental health um, in general, especially in the African-American community.
0: Uh, yeah, Kian, I want to unpack. And I actually, I want to unpack the fact that I was joking, but I was serious when I said that when you start saying things like cater to whatever, it's almost like you got to talk to two different class of women. Um yeah, you to talk to some you <laughs> gotta talk to, the, the It's like you gotta talk. Do we still got some back in the day ones that can understand it a little bit? Yes. And then we got this new school.
1: And you know what? I wanna new school, I wanna teach about submission. Um, because I'm Ooh, working with, oh, oh I'm, no, no, I'm no!
0: You're gonna supportive. make all my, all my, no, all my,
1: no, no, no! All my I'm followers,
0: not. all my, there's a lot of followers that just left. They just well, I'm in.
1: working with women who actually are asking on how do I do that, but I keep Ooh. trying to tell women it's not permission for you to be someone's doormat.
0: Right, absolutely.
1: Which is the misconception of that word, right? <laughs> so it's 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 helping women understand. How do you actually submit to a man? But I'm not gonna okay.
0: Uh uh part two. going gonna we listen, we're gonna have to bring you back <laughs> that right there. That's why I said yes. listen, our stuff is actually organic. We don't even have anything set up. I be like, trying to
1: I'll
0: be <laughs> trying to type stuff, I'll be like, okay, we're going that right there is our next question. How do say that again? Because I want it to come from the lips of how, a woman. how
1: do you submit to a man? Oh
0: god. We just, what we're about to do is we're about to hit stop and then we're going to have this conversation right now cuz I don't want to wait. And then we're going to pre-record it and then send it another time. <laughs> okay. Right there. That's a whole topic. How do okay. I do it? I think there's some people just like the love languages. They know of them, but they don't know how to execute on it. Right.
1: Exactly. And that's
0: something I always do in my practice or whatever. So, uh thank you so much so thank much for just joining uh us uh, us this evening um you guys get at her empowered to heal yes. underscore l l c um and the the book that was just sitting right there in the background that was that was sexy i like that <laughs> i didn't even see i i peeped it like right, like oh okay um and of course this is the understanding of man podcast thank you guys so much for um for joining of course you can find us on this is gonna be available on youtube and anchor and all podcast platforms um thank you for all those that could continue to um you know just Pour into and send us topics as well. Yes. Um, we like that too. So, um, but we're going to talk about <laughs> how. <laughs> how, ladies. That's going to be on the next how. episode. All right. But men uh, me uh, need to listen to this because
1: yeah. this, this Oh, is no. Absolutely. Here because the reality is it's actually a teaching for men as well in order mm-hmm. to be in a position to. Come on, position. Be That's how you get
0: in the right. Position of submission. (laughs) That's the topic of the next show. Position position of of submission. submission. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Talk to you guys soon. Of course, you can follow me at Elam B. King on all platforms. And of course, um, of those of you who do or don't know, of course, we recently released our um, newest book, Understanding a Man. Memoirs from a father to his son. We are already attacking attacking into... Um, some of the issues that will prevent some of the things that we have uh, of this conversation this evening so you can f- go to elambeking.com uh, to get your copy they will be hitting the shelves in about two weeks so I'm super excited yeah. so thank you so Coming much in. to all those who have already um, pre-purchased uh, right a copy right and we will Money talk to speech. you soon take care I'm nice with the flow.
1: thank you Kiara you welcome thank you yeah. <laughs>